0: Traditions are sacred in the South. The Masters, SEC football, and fried chicken anytime. Now, add one more. Pull up a chair, fix your glass, and get ready for some good old-fashioned Southern charm. Welcome to Success in Sweet Tea, a podcast dedicated to your success in business, lifestyle, and relationships. All with a shot of Southern magic. And now... Coming to you from deep in the heart of the Southland. Get ready for an engaging conversation with your new favorite Southern couple, Doug and Vicki Miles.
1: Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Success and Sweet Tea. We are happy you are here. Now we rejoin Doug and Vicky as they continue to learn more about the amazingly talented and successful actress that Emmy Award-winning Carrie Preston calls the great Greta Lambert.
0: I discovered a great role in myself of of teacher. Um, I was able to give back to show how I did what I did and just sort of learn how to touch little buttons in other people to make them blossom. and you know, right now they have summer camps going on oh. at ASF, so yeah. I'm kind of having a little withdrawal. I uh, can imagine. Um, because those are so fun to watch the kids come in on Monday, shy, like I was, <laughs> and they don't know each other, mm-hmm. and by the end of the week, they're bosom buddies and doing a play, mm-hmm. um, so I, I, I miss that, and it's uh-huh. it's a great joy to teach.
1: And you know that some of those children will do that for now and forevermore. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you really do get to um, light a fire in them, Yes. and and I can only imagine how rewarding that would be.
0: It's wonderful, but even if they don't become actors, it helps them to think creatively in any job. Yes. To uh, work collaboratively, to make presentations, to get over stage fright. Um, So, it it just has so many values for young people.
1: You know, one thing that I remember reading about you that was so impressive, and I think none of us will ever forget the year 2020, (laughs) and uh, all of the things that were, was happening in the whole world, but in our own worlds, that things that had never happened before. But you had this incredible experience. Quite the different tri- uh, twist on A Christmas Carol that year. Yes. Uh, talk a little bit about that.
0: Um, I love adapting texts. Yes. I do that with Shakespeare. Um, and Rick Dildine said, What do you think about doing an adaptation of Christmas Carol with one person? <laughs> and it just started out as a reading that was videotaped. But then the next year, when people started coming back to the theater, it was a one-person show. But it was my adaptation, and I got to play all the parts. (laughs) (laughs) But I've done Christmas Carol so many times Mm -hmm. and watched brilliant Scrooges, my husband for one. I was gonna say, including (laughs) your husband. Yes, Rodney Clark. So I stole so many things from his Ebenezer. But the great thing about stealing from other actors is it's always different when you put it mm-hmm. on. you may think you're stealing, <laughs> but it it looks different. It sounds different right. because it's going through your body um but doing the one person show was so much fun, knowing that i don't know you you're sort of in control of the whole experience that people are having okay. um, a story that they all know mm-hmm. for one thing um, and at the holiday it's so beautiful yes. to give that story and to bring it to life for people.
2: Well, you know, your, your husband, having played that part for so many years, was, how was he when you got home? <laughs> what did he have to say to you after, after your performances were over?
0: Well, he helped me run lines. Yes. <laughs> so he knew, uh, and of course, he saw the production a few times. Mm-hmm. He was proud. Oh, I know he was. Oh, uh, he had to be. Yeah. We're very supportive of each other, and he knew I was stealing from him. Um, uh, so I, I think he was very pleased.
2: I, I'm sure he was. It, it seems, Gretel that you've got the Midas touch, and that whatever you touch seems to succeed and uh, turn to gold. I know that's an old saying, but um, there's a lot of I'll truth it. in it. You know, there's a. Uh, you know some just uh, are able to maneuver better than others in life I don't know why that is but uh, it happens you know it, it just happens uh, people are talented and people unfortunately are not so gifted so uh, but you're on the you're on the extremely exceptional end of the talent spectrum and um, I know I know uh, uh, that your husband has to just be glowing, uh, you know, uh, with pride to know how successful you've been. And he's been there to watch every step of it, basically. It's been a lot of fun for him yeah. as a husband to, to be a part of that.
1: And to get to do that together. I mean, what a joy because yeah. yeah. you're we both did so Death talented. We of a Salesman
0: together. Oh, wow. And All My Sons, another... Uh, play by the um, same author. Um, so we've done lots of shows together mm-hmm. and I've directed him and he's directed me. So yeah,
1: That would be interesting. Yes. We <laughs> didn't know
0: how that was going to be. I
1: can only imagine. But it was
0: great. Mm. It was great because we respect each other. Sure. We respect each other and we want each other to do well mm-hmm. and we know each other so well so we know how to give suggestions mm-hmm. that sort of make the other person go
2: yeah i didn't think of that that's
1: brilliant yes and
2: you leave work at work
0: (laughs) yes we do yes we do Uh,
1: well that's a good idea we should learn to do that doug (laughs) i think we we can learn from that we really could i'm going to listen to that you made a statement though and it's it's resonated with me Um, during those covid experiences and the pandemic year uh, the theater changed, almost had to go into um, hiding for a little period of time. Um, talk a little bit about that and what it's like on the other side now of the pandemic. It was,
0: it was hard uh, because I think people were afraid yes. to come together. And so they got used to not coming together. Mm-hmm. They got used to doing other things with their money, yes. with their time. Um, so it was very difficult to get people to come back. Mm -hmm. Once they did, they were glad they were back Mm -hmm. and wanted more. Um, But it was interesting that it Mm -hmm. took so long. And I think theaters everywhere are still going through that process Mm -hmm. of getting people to come back.
1: I really don't doubt that. Um, It's just taken all of us such a long time to get back into the swing of several Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. and, And you make a great point. When you get used to doing something else, you just fail to go back to some of the things that you used to do. Right. But what a homecoming moment, <laughs> for lack of a better term, when you can get to come back and see it yes. all. I think another thing that uh, bothers me too is that we don't see as much theater in our schools as we used to see. And I wondered if you might comment on, has that had any impact in, in maybe new stars coming out to experience the theater develop that talent that you had someone that mentored you and brought Mm -hmm. you to that point um well
0: for a long time we had an intern program um, and then a fellowship program at asf Um, and they don't have that right now it's expensive Mm -hmm. um, and it's unfortunate that it's not there because it's such an important part of theater for Mm -hmm. those of us who are a little further along right to give back and to bring folks you know bring young folks up
1: yeah it it just sounds sad that we don't have more opportunities to do that yes yes
0: Um, and I'm telling you those um, I must have directed nine tours that went into schools with my adaptations you know take Shakespeare and gut the poor man until it's about <laughs> yeah. an hour, 10 minutes, and combine characters, so there's only eight actors mm-hmm. playing multiple roles. But when they go into schools, they're rock stars mm-hmm. because kids are looking at kids. right? <laughs> they're looking at people who are just that little bit older than they are, and it's like being at a rock concert. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful mm-hmm. to see what young people giving to younger people, right, can do.
2: Yeah, that that spirit yeah. of giving is a. Uh, it's not something that we develop just as an adult.
0: Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: uh, mm-hmm. that's kind of a thing that we take that takes up with us actually.
1: Right, but any kind of success just demands that you give back. Yes. Um, I I think that's. Um, one thing that keeps us all going we just want to give back for yeah. anything that we might have achieved or accomplished mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's our turn to help someone else get to yeah. that point point. Um, and I know you got to see that with those young children and those interns that you were yes. able to work with yes. and what an incredible opportunity that must have been um, so if they're what if someone wanted a, a someone younger uh, maybe I don't know in in middle school uh, grammar school any uh, age how would you encourage them to develop their talent where would they go what would they do we don't have a lot of theater in schools anymore how would they get started
0: we don't but in our community there are a lot of um, shows with just kids right now the Cloverdale Playhouse is doing the little princess Mm -hmm. the cast is entirely made up of students Um, summer camps classes Mm -hmm. at ASF at the Wetumpka Depot, at the Cloverdale Playhouse, they all have classes, um, and I think this year ASF is doing Christmas Carol again, and they will use young people in the plays. You know, they double cast all the mm-hmm. kids, um, so there's their opportunity yes. to audition. Come out to auditions. Check the website. See mm-hmm. when auditions are happening, and just do it as much as you possibly right. can. If your school doesn't have it, mm-hmm. there are lots of opportunities that's in the so, That's
1: such a good point to make, to encourage parents to get involved in that with their yes. children. And, and theater is uh, often a family experience anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a little bit of that in our family. And certainly, it was a commitment to the entire family. Someone's going to be in a production, mm-hmm. and everyone has to make an adjustment and a commitment. So yeah. I think it's great family. And we'll look time at all as the well. tickets you
2: sell. You were so yep. Right. That's <laughs> exactly right. Yep, yeah, exactly right. I, I kind of want to backstep a little bit sure. if, if we if we could, whenever to the to the time whenever you first came to Montgomery, and you were behind. You were in the uh, in the new. Uh, shakespeare festival theater and you heard all of that applause and you mm-hmm. heard all the emotion outside the curtain and you were standing there um first of all what what production was that that you played in Then
0: that was a midsummer night's dream
2: and your character was to Tanya,
0: uh, the Fairy
2: Queen. The Fairy Queen. Mm-hmm. You yes. spoke about that earlier, and you yes. talked. You talked to us about how that feeling is, but it just there's something about uh, being behind stage or behind curtain, behind the curtain, and being on stage. Just the anticipation, the audience coming in, filing in, all the hubbub around what's going on back there, and then and then it's time for everybody to mm-hmm. for places. And, and then, you know, the countdown for the curtain, and then the curtain pulls, and then just that feeling immediately when that curtain, when that curtain rises, and you, that adrenaline just pops you like a slap in the face, doesn't it? it really well, does. is adrenaline
1: or fear? I'd have to know the difference in the two. A little of both,
0: a little of both. I mean, yeah. there's always stage fright, yeah. <laughs> always, no matter how old you get, yeah. um, but also excitement. Mm-hmm. It's excitement. just fun, isn't it? I it's mean, I, fun. I, yeah. Yes. And it's anticipation because you've been in rehearsal, you know what's funny, you know what's inspiring, what's beautiful, what's, um, y- you know, moved you to tears. So you know what they're about to experience. And you know that they're seeing it for the first time. So there's that excitement, again, of giving. Yes. Um, yes. And the fact that it was, in my backyard, practically, was um, the most beautiful experience I think I've I've ever had.
2: And then, do you remember a character, Prospero? Oh, yes. (laughs) Tell us (laughs) a little bit about Prospero.
0: Well, the funny thing is, is that the gentleman who played the king of fairies, Mm -hmm. Oberon, his name is Philip Pleasance, two, or maybe it was three years later, we did, um, the Tempest. I played his daughter, and um, then just this past year, I got to play Prospero.
2: That was your swan song. That was my swan song. <laughs>
0: yes, I got to play Prospero, and my daughter was one of our former interns, um, and I knew it had to be my swan song when Rick Dildine offered me the role because. Prospero has a speech that some scholars say was Shakespeare's farewell to the globe. Mm-hmm. And I thought, this, this is perfect. it. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. its a perfect way to go out. Yes. Um, but Philip Pleasance was so fabulous as Prospero. And I would sit at, he, he tells a long story and Miranda, you know, sits at Prospero's feet and just listens. Um, so I, I would hear him and remember that feeling, and um, it's funny, my husband said, I like Prospero being played by a woman better. There was just something about that relationship of mm-hmm. mother-daughter mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of father-daughter, right? and that because Prospero has been banished from the kingdom that Prospero came from, it's a woman getting kicked out by all the men so it just gave the the whole story a different kind of feeling and the the love that I had for that young actor who played Miranda right um, it was just so easy um, but it was a beautiful experience and there wasn't a night that I didn't you know have to
2: I'm sure. Blinked
1: I was just thinking, tears. how did you hold back the tears, knowing that was, was your swan song?
2: It was. It was hard. Mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. played Miranda one one year. In what yes. production did you? Yes,
0: that was with Philip. Yeah. Um. But in a way, the tears were part of the performance, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's how Prospero felt too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So, um, but it was a great experience.
2: I, I don't. I don't know how you can. Uh, you know speak about things like that without getting getting emotional Uh, I guess I'm getting too old when I think about things like that I get big lump in my throat
1: so now that you have retired of course we we know you're not going to give up acting and you'll still do that but um, any thoughts about what your new plan is are you just sort of uh, figuring it out day by day or uh, great things on the horizon for you Um, I'm sort of waiting for life to knock on the door or
0: send me a text (laughs) and say, here's what's next. Yes. Um, I'm uh, an amateur gardener. Yes. So I do have my garden Mm -hmm. that I love and find a great deal of peace. And it's very Mm -hmm. creative too, if you Mm -hmm. think of it, it's like painting with foliage. Yes, that's true. Um, And I learned a lot from Karen, who is the gardener out at ASF. Well,
1: you did have a lovely model. I had put all that together. Yes. That's
0: right. Um, But what I'm going to do, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, I was so tired and ready for a vacation that I'm still sort of in vacation mode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, I think pretty soon I'll have to start thinking about, so what am I going to do?
2: Well, we know acting is still right there waiting on you whenever you get ready. Yes. There's no uh, small amount of parts waiting for a person like you an actress with your abilities to show their face and express their desire
1: <laughs> so any role you didn't get to play that you still would like to play well i have been so lucky you really oh,
0: have to play the most amazing yes. roles in my career and as you get older there aren't really that many <laughs> Um, There is a play called Road to Mecca that I did as a younger me at ASF um, with a woman named Betty Layton um, who was maybe 65 at the time and so I'd like to do that play and play her part Mm -hmm. Um, but there there aren't too many of those left. (laughs) (laughs) oh I bet you'll
2: just I, I hear adaptation, I hear, adaptation. <laughs> oh,
1: I hear all oh, kinds of things yes uh-huh. <laughs> if she can do all the way to age 70 she can do lots of things so I think driving
2: Miss Daisy began at age 70 there's always another driving
1: Miss Daisy absolutely oh that's so true that's right that's so true <laughs> well it just sounds like so much fun I think what impressed us the most when we were uh, discovering all these incredible things about you is Really, it is where you started. Uh, You had your southern roots, and then you went one direction, only to be led back to this direction. Uh, I believe you said your husband has Alabama roots as well, right? Yes, he's from Anniston. And so how did the two of you meet?
0: We met in St. Louis, doing a play about Alabama, To Kill a Mockingbird. It was in the
1: cards for you to come back. It was meant
0: to be. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. we met in St. Louis he was Boo Radley and Mr. Gilmer the prosecutor and I was Jean Louise who narrates the play um, and we just fell in love. Ah, that's wonderful. And he yeah. followed me back to Montgomery and auditioned yes. and became part of the company. So you had
2: to both go to St. Louis to meet each other, to come back to Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> all right. roads lead to Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: right. <laughs> Even the ones that carry us to D.C. True. And that carry us to uh, New York. Yes. And well, bring us back home.
1: I <laughs> think the other thing that really impressed me, especially when you talked about all the places that you've been, and uh, Doug, you'll certainly understand where my heart is when I say this, but what courage it takes to do those things. And um, we feel like we might have missed a few opportunities when we were younger because we didn't have that courage to just pack up and move, mm-hmm. go do something. Where did you get that courage to do that? I don't know. I, I don't know. Um,
0: it was just a dream to go, when you're a small town girl, to go to the big city. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I loved conquering New York. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to live there again. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. But I loved conquering it so that I knew where everything was. I'm a big shopper. Mm -hmm. So I could tell you where to find anything. Um, Well, you and
1: I are going to New York. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: And people would come to visit, and I could take them places. um, And I learned how to get around. One time I went to Paris by myself and managed to get on subways and find my way around in Paris. Um, I think it's just... I don't know. I didn't think of it as courage. I just thought of it as an adventure. I
2: think. Well, we've we've encouraged our kids uh, because we weren't directed in that in that way, you know, because we were from a small town, really small town, and uh, uh, and we we did we did let a few things go. Opportunities came our way that we just said, well, it's maybe a little bit too far away. Uh, but we have uh, encouraged our children always. To never let distance bother you. There's always a plane ticket. Yeah, and yeah. I can be there in a day. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. uh, we, but now both of our children are not too far away from us, and uh, we enjoy that. But we would never even still hold them back mm-hmm. if they wanted to go to wherever in the life carried them. Then we would support that.
0: It's a it's a great way to. Uh, it's an accomplishment
1: it is it is and I think that's where where my heart is um, to encourage others to find success wherever that is mm-hmm. and don't let anything hold you back if you wanted to go saying that from someone who didn't have the courage to do it when mm-hmm. maybe when you said go to DC if, if there's one dream that we talk about often um, we would have loved to have gone to DC in our 20s what an incredible city we think mm-hmm. we would have just adapted and loved it and enjoyed it but we didn't go so I love the fact that you did go yeah
0: Absolutely. and I th- I think by going and conquering the big cities I think that's what led me back here and it let me know I'm not settling I'm coming back where I want to be yes this is my home mm. this is my life and this is success I love that um, it's it's not somebody else's success but it is mine mm-hmm. I never would have played those amazing roles and that's what's mm-hmm. been my gift
2: is And you know it's been amazing for Vicki and I as we've uh, been on this journey uh, with this uh, podcast and with success and sweet tea these interviews that there are so many definitions of success. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's you know when people say, well, is he successful? Well, the first thing that pops in your mind is you know, is he rich? Has so we got a lot of money? Right. But that's that's just a measure. You know, that doesn't mean everything. It, and yeah. and I've seen it, and I've talked to so many people, and we have interviewed so many people that it's it. It is a success for certain, sure. It's a
1: marker for it's some, a, yes. But mm-hmm. there
2: are so many other. You know, you've got you've got success in the spiritual world. You've got success in the acting world. You've got, you know, I mean, there's so many different forms of success. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be as individual as we all are.
0: Yes, Rodney and I look at each other sometimes and say, we are rich. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because we have home we have our little children a dog and two cats yes yes <laughs> we have our life that we've made and
1: that's doing success. something that you loved and doing it together yes. I don't think life gets any more successful than that's that. right I love that yeah. and then the gift that you got to give all those 100 performances <laughs> people wanted to be there and they enjoyed their time there um, I think that's another measure of success giving joy to others and uh, we just thank you for sharing your journey with us you've given us joy and and we have enjoyed hearing all about your success thank you it's been an honor thank you it's our pleasure we
2: we we're the winners today and everyone that takes the time to listen and watch is going to be the winner as well because that you're 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 worth a listen. Absolutely. I guarantee you that. Absolutely. You're worth a listen. Okay, uh, now I'm
1: gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we are just uh, we can't wait to see what you're gonna do next, and we'll be on the front row when you do your next performance at the Alabama okay. Shakespeare That's Festival. That's the deal. So, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. Do they let people like us sit on the front row? Well, second or third, maybe. Oh, they'll <laughs> let you sit anywhere you want to sit. But we'll be there. We'll be there.
2: But we do appreciate it so yeah. much you taking time out of out of your schedule and uh, spending the time with us, it's been wonderful.